You're listening to the Up North Pewcast. Woo! I smell barbecue! If it's about barbecue in the Upper Midwest, we're talking about it. Welcome to the Up North Qcast. This is Matt. Tori's with me today. How's it going, Tori? I'm doing okay. How about yourself? Not too bad. Well, we're both pretty excited. We're going to be talking with Michael Clickness Holmes. Uh, he's the chef owner of Rude Boy Catering and Rubs. That's an interesting name. Yeah, I, I'd be interested to hear what that's about. How do you know Michael, by the way? You, you know, uh, a friend of a friend of a friend recommended I go check him out, and uh, we had a pretty good conversation, and I, I offered him to come on the podcast. So Cool. Well, I'm interested to hear what he has to say. Uh, sounds like Michael has got a lot going on with his wife, Sarah. He's a father of three wonderful kids. Uh, Michael's a youth advocate for Hope Coalition. He's a vice president of the Human Rights Commission. Um, he's the president of an advisory board on policies and practices throughout the city of Red Wing. So he's from Red Wing, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot going on. He does. Well, I'm not done yet. Wow. <laughs> he's also the member uh, of both the board of commissions for Red Wing Youth Outreach, and he's a mentor for youth outreach. So he is a busy guy. He's He's got a lot going on. It should be an interesting story. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yes, yeah, so everybody stay tuned. Okay, so we're back, and we have Michael Lickness Holmes with us. He's the owner of uh, Rude Boy Catering and Rubs. How's it going, Mike? I'm blessed. How about yourself? I'm doing good. You know, the weather's starting to break. Um, yeah, I, I think we got we to gotta break this year on our winter, so I'm, I'm doing fine. Did you get that trailer yep. out and get her all washed up, get it ready to go? I'm getting her there. I'm getting her there. Do you have to do you put it away in the winter or do you use it all all year long? Uh, I got it stored in my uh, driveway. Perfect. So you kind of uh, put it on hold in the very cold months of the year then? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. for sure. Once it gets cold, man, it's yeah, it's almost shut it's shut down time. Sure, sure. Well, Mike, uh before we get into your business, Tell us about the family and these causes that are important to you. These causes, it's it, it, it's a lot of them. I wear a lot of hats in the town I live in, but okay. um, it all ties into one, and that's about the next generation. Okay. You know, my main focus is every is the main generation. Mm-hmm. So you're or the next generation. I apologize, the next generation. These younger kids. So you said you 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 wore a lot of lot of hats in your town. What what town are you in? Uh, city of Red Wing, Minnesota. Okay, okay. Red Wing's a beautiful city. They've got well, uh, a yeah. decent little river town. Oh, for sure. And it's uh, there are some pretty good sized companies in that town as well, aren't there? Yes, sir. Red Wing shoes is, is one. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I, and I wear Red Wing shoes, so yeah. I, I love them. Same here. So so like I said, you wear a variety of hats. Uh, explain that to me a little bit more. Obviously, I'm a chef and owner of a little catering, Rude Boy Catering and Rubs. Mm-hmm. As well, I'm um, a youth mentor for youth at Red Wing Youth Outreach. Mm-hmm. As well as I'm on their boards and commissions. As well, um, I'm a part of the advisory board for on policies and practices throughout the city of Red Wing. Wow. As well, I'm a vice president of the Human Rights Commission. I'm on my second term. As well, I'm a father of three wonderful kids. You know what I mean? Um, a, a, a phenomenal wife. 
You know what I mean? I, I, I can't uplift her. Any chance I get a chance to talk about her, I'm going to uplift my wife because she met me at my lowest. Right. Okay. And we're ten plus, almost ten years. We're ten years strong. Wow! Congrats. Mm-hmm. Greatest gift ever. You you know something interesting, Mike? I gotta say this. You 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 seem like a super nice guy and very helpful. Tell me about this rude boy thing, because that. <laughs> yeah, where the where the rude name, boy where the name come from is like he what he's trying to get at is you sound like such a nice personable person. And you you do all this great stuff in your community, but then you're a rude, rude boy? boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you come up with rude boy catering. Tell us about that. Why why did you come up with that name? Self-explanatory, I guess, is the best way I can kind of put it. I'm, uh, I mean, you don't sound you know, rude I to mean, us. People will hear the whole persona of you know bad boys, and I mean, I didn't live the greatest life. Mm-hmm. Let's just put it like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, everybody's done heard the persona of that bad boy, that little thug boy, that whatever boy. Mm-hmm. You know, I was entrenched around the Caribbean culture, you know, growing up. Oh. So anybody that understands, you know, the Jamaican culture, they would understand the term rude boy. Oh, okay. And, and so I just kind of just monikered that and just, you know... It became Rude Boy, you know, a squirrel with dreadlocks. That's that's a a great you know? story about you know heritage and mm-hmm. the Rude Boy moniker. I, I I don't understand it personally. I think it's fascinating. It's it, it's a family thing, mm-hmm. you know. It, it, we like literally my wife, my son, my daughter. It was all we all came up with it. Okay, very nice. You know, my my wife and my daughter Haley. They came up with the squirrel. Okay. The squirrel with dreadlocks. And then, you know, me and my son was like rude boy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just clicked. Okay. Perfect. So, <clears throat> well, it's a great moniker, and and uh, I would have never thought of it. <laughs> right, right. Very cool. I just had to ask, for sure. Well, we, we also heard no that... No worries, man. I expected, like, that was the first thing when we were figuring out, like, I expected the, that question. You know what I mean? Like, I knew people were going to act like, rude boy. Okay, here's my answer to it. Well, I'll tell you, we're not going to forget it. Right. (laughs) It's it's good marketing. No worries. Good stuff. Well, Tori had heard that you have some event coming up. Can you tell us about an event that you you have scheduled? Well, I am. um, We are in the plans, uh, HRC, the Human Rights Commission. We are in the plans of... um, Doing our the first ever um, Juneteenth celebration here in the uh, city of Runway, so we're just planning that. I mean, the first ever Juneteenth celebration in the city of Runway is pretty self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. So um, <clears throat> that's still in the planning stages. You're not you're not 100 percent sure that that's going to happen, but it's a it's a thought right now. We're not sure on the uh, magnitude. You know, we're we're not trying to do nothing. Kind of, we want we kind of want to slowly implement it. Very good. So it's you know, I'm not guaranteeing something super big and dramatic and crazy, but we you know they already got other festivals. You mm-hmm. know, they have an Hispanic Heritage Festival mm-hmm. that is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And why not have a Juneteenth uh, you know celebration? Well, okay, very good. It's uh, it's it's really refreshing to 
you know, talk to someone like you that is so involved in their community and my hat's off to you. You only one. I appreciate right. that. Thank yeah. you. So, um, I was going to ask too, um, are you, do you do cook-offs, barbecue cook-offs or are you a, a competitor or are you a former competitor? No. Nope. No, I've never done that. People have asked me to do it. I just, I, I, I don't, I don't do all that. It's not about the competition or none of that for me. To be honest with you, I got into it because if I got it, the next person has it. You know, mm-hmm. and with the way this world's been going the last few years, you know, it, it's needed. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm. It, it's not about profit. It's not about competition. Not trying to be the best barbecue guy this side of you know not you know the Mississippi whatever. It's just about bringing this world together. Period. Sure, and and, and I I totally understand that. I, uh, you know that's one of the questions we ask most people, and the reason for that is because a lot of us and, and I'll just use myself. I never thought about getting into the barbecue business until I um I started doing the competing just for fun. Then I realized I had something yeah. that, that folks like, right? So I said, well, well, why don't I, you know, make a service out of it? So that that that's kind of where that question came from. You know, mo- most of us, we just competed before and figured out, hey, you know what? People like my food. So. Yeah, we, we just like to well, ask the question. Well, I kind of did it backwards. You know, I, I kind of did it backwards. I, you know, I've been involved in the restaurant industry. I went to cooking school. So. I was involved with that. So whenever there was a chance for me to come up with a special for tonight, it was either Caribbean. I was big on fusion. So, Mm -hmm. you know, and it always involved like a Caribbean theme to it. Well, that's great. Um, We have something in common. I, you know, for 20 plus years, I was a restaurant manager in different capacities. So I can, I can relate to you. Um, But I've never did the food truck or the food trailer kind of business um what's it like doing that compared to a restaurant it is like doing everything from front of the house back of the house you know office everything just yourself literally Mm -hmm. you wear all the hats yeah but it's on wheels so you also got to plan it plan you know figure out the fact that the timing of setting up and hooking up to your truck and pulling it where it needs to go you know, so I t- it's more hours. You know, they say average in a kitchen, you spend twelve to sixteen hours mm-hmm. if you're a true chef. It's it's way more than that. It's sixteen easily. So, do you have a team, it's, or you? It's I way mean, more than that. I know you're you're, you're a family man. Or is, does your family help you with your your services, or or how, how does how does that work? They help me with keeping my sanity. <laughs> I think it's the best way to put it. They tell you to go to bed or what? <laughs> go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> You're working too long. Yep. Pretty much. Yeah. You know, my wife is she 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 can give me that look or just put that hand on my shoulder and just be like, Yeah, it's time to pump your brakes. You're tripping. Right. <laughs> Slow down. You're you're doing too much. Sure. So what what kind of volume can you put out of the trailer yeah that's a that's a nice size trailer i was telling um uh, uh before you answered that i was telling telling matt that i had the the pleasure of uh taking a tour of yep. that thing and, and it looks like you can put out quite a bit um uh, yeah what's well, it's, it's 30 feet long um about eight and a half nine feet wide um 
10, 10 feet high. It's a kitchen on wheels. You got your freezer, your cooler, steam table. You got a flat top. You got a four burner with an oven. You know, a 40 gallon deep fryer with two baskets, three compartment sink. Mm-hmm. You know, prep table. And then in the back, you got Smokey. Yeah. This is what I call them. <laughs> um, you can do almost, you can do up to 500 pounds of meat at, at, at one time. Wow. That's the time. That's on a good day. So when it's finished up, do you have a hot box to throw it in, or how do you how do you hold your hold? Yep. The, yep. Your steam table. There you go. You have the steam table, the flat top, the four burner is all run off propane. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. No, it sounds like a beautiful trailer. I'm, I'm jealous. <laughs> it's, 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 it's it's weathered. You know, it's it's weathered. Let's just say that it's but it's. You know, it does its job. Mm-hmm. You know, when it's time to go, it's time to go. Can you tell us also um, what kind of events do you do? Do you do pop-ups? Do you, do you go in a parking lot somewhere, get everything ready and sell? I do a lot of um, festivals and stuff. You know, you know, if I know, I, I do the festivals like three, the little Friday, Saturday, Sunday events, mm-hmm. the little town festivals, and I can just pull up you know, pull up and it's there for three days. Mm-hmm. And Perfect. then now I'm working my, my schedule. Mm-hmm. All right. What happens now? Okay. I need this done by this time. So, and so, so, and so I like doing that in private parties. Okay. You know, you know with the catering, that's where the catering comes in. Cause I can do a lot of more private parties and those are events fun. and stuff. Graduate, you know, graduations, Mm-hmm. You know, I ain't gotta pull it up because if that that cost that would cost a little a lot more mm-hmm. than what most people want to spend if I pull up to an event. Sure. And so they rather go the catering route, which okay. is even more fun. So so tell me, how did you land on barbecue, and 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 and, and how long have you been in the business? Oh, I'm 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 from I'm I was born in Minneapolis, but raised in Luann, Arkansas. Okay. You know, I was, you know, I'm from southern parts of Arkansas. I mean, I just barbecue. That's all we know. Right. You know, all I know and all I've been around, grew up with, and so and self sustainability mm-hmm. was the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we, ate, like my great grandmother would say, we used to eat everything from the rooter to the tutor. <laughs> so, That's the truth. You don't waste anything, do you? <laughs> No, but see, now I'm at an age where, yeah, not me. I, you know, I'm cutting something. Nope. <laughs> but growing up, I didn't have no choice. Right. So, but that was what I was raised on, growing my own food, you know, raising my own animals and stuff and doing it that way. So when I went to cooking school, it was like, oh, that's what I was being taught my whole life. <laughs> like, right. Oh, so it made cooking school so much easier. I bet. All right, Mike. So, so I've I've heard of um, St. Louis style. I've heard uh, Kansas City, Texas, the Carolinas. Tell me, what's you're from? You're from Arkansas. What's your specialty? I mean, what what does um what does Arkansas do a little different? I don't think. I think because I, you know a lot of it is a lot of uh, a lot more Cajun. It's, a, it's super, okay. at least where I grew up at. Mm-hmm. 
you know, we we yeah. Where I grew up at, it was a lot more Cajun and, you know, swamp food mm-hmm. is what we would call it, you know. Cajun influence. Interesting. Yeah. So is that... Creole. I was raised on Creole, that Creole, but then I, when I moved to Minnesota, came back, you know, get influenced by the Caribbean, and, you know, that's just me. is a Caribbean Creole barbecue fusion. I'd love to try your food. So, well, that's what I was going to ask you. You, I was going to ask you about your flavor profile. You talked about the Caribbean, and I, I guess I've never had any Caribbean style, if if that's what you're calling it, of your your barbecue. Is that is is that what your rubs are like as as well? Yeah, my think of like my favorite. I think my my biggest hit is like my jerk pulled pork. Mm. With a green apple coleslaw. That sounds really wow. good. That sounds great. Do you have any extras? You know, <laughs> and it's super simple, and that's the key. You know what I mean? It's not like insane, all these crazy ingredients. It's just a fresh cabbage, red and regular, mm-hmm. fresh carrots, some Granny Smith apples, and your coleslaw dressing. Wow. Sometimes simple is better, for sure. Yeah. And it sounds really Most simple. definitely. Simple, clean ingredients. And, and it's, yeah, can't complain. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, sounds good, sounds good. Yeah, so Mike, um, sounds like you make your own rubs. Um, do you, are they available? Or, I mean, t- tell us about that. At the moment, they're not available. Um, you know, I'm going through trying to figure out just, Distribution-wise, it is you know like bottling, getting bottles and stuff. We've been ha- I've been having a big holdup with that. Mm-hmm. But I do make my own rubs. It's Caribbean and it's a Caribbean influenced rub. Mm-hmm. It's I call it a sweet kick in the behind. <laughs> I like that. That's pretty. You know, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? It's it's like that commercial with the hot sauce commercial with the old lady. She puts that. On everything, yep. mm-hmm. I've lear- I've literally had people tell me they put it on their mac and cheese, their eggs, their you know. Wow, that's good stuff. Yeah, it's nothing better than a good rub. Especially, I want to try it. I, the Caribbean influence, I kind of intrigues me a little bit because there's not a lot of that out there. I don't think. Yeah, and and, and a lot of people use. Uh, you got the commercial because I'm super independent. Mm-hmm. I don't have no like. Um, I, I literally don't have no backers, I guess as people would call it, or investors. Or my my the only investors are me and my wife, mm-hmm. me and my family. Well, one thing you do have uh, an advantage is, you know, your your trailer considered a commercial kitchen, so you can bottle your own stuff, and and that's that's a cost savings right there yeah. to get started. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tori exactly. and I both do some rubs as well, and you know, we know we know what it takes. It's it's not an easy business, so. I love. I, I, I'm a big seasoning fiend. Oh, I love. I love different seasonings, like everything. Yeah, I was supposed to get you some. I just, I'll get them to you. I, I, I promise I will. <laughs> so. Hey, like my great grandmama told me, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Right, right. <laughs> do you have any large events, and are they uh, upcoming with you? What area do you operate in? 
I'm I'm mainly in the Red Wing area. When I bring my tra- if I bring a trailer out and stuff, it usually kind of stays in the Red Wing area because it's only me who usually does it. Mm-hmm. Literally, so hauling it, you know, hooking it up, doing all that stuff. That's, so I try and stay in the Red Wing area. Um, but I was talking with actually, we're going to be doing something with the Black Student Union here in Red Wing. Mm-hmm this summer nothing for sure cross that bridge when we get there so you have some availability open the summer then you have some weekends open oh yeah for sure weekends are the best for me because i i I still work my nine to five i'm a youth advocate Mm -hmm. for hope coalition my main reason i use my 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 root boy that's just a platform for me Mm -hmm. be able to you know give at-risk youth and the next generation when they ain't got nothing to do now you you see them in the news doing things they shouldn't be doing well it sounds like you you definitely have you know use your business for good causes and that's that's some good stuff right there absolutely yeah. absolutely well we're that's the main focus awesome we're going to do a we call it the rude boy catering and rubs lightning round we're going to ask you some questions and just let us know your which which one you pick okay yep okay Wood, charcoal, or pellets? What's your favorite? Wood. But don't you cook with pellets? <laughs> yep. <laughs> but you'd rather? Yep, I sure do. Okay. Yep. Like just like I tell a story, I was like, "Hey, I took this opportunity and it's worked for me." My personal preference when I'm cooking for family and friends and you know immediate friends, I'm going straight back to the old school. Yep. Go back to the. Go back to the wood, huh? Yep. Yes, sir. Very good. All right, chicken wing flats or drummies? Which one do you like more? Drummies. Okay. Really? Could your would your rubs be good on on drummies then? Yep. They're very. Uh, my season is very adherent, especially if you catch it just right out the fryer. There you go. Ooh, wow. You know what I mean? Catch it and let that let it rip. Yeah. So you go ahead and smoke the the wings up, the drummies up first. Drop them in the fryer for a little bit, and then oh yeah, get them coated. Smoke. You already know. I, yes, sir. I get it that's too. That's <laughs> Perfect. Okay, brisket or pulled pork? What's your preference? Pulled, pulled pork. Mm. No kidding. Mine as yeah. well. I like pulled pork a little bit better. What do you like, Tori? Yeah, pulled pork. Yeah, I, I I think I'm the same. You know what? I yeah, pulled pork. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I know David Ellis told it. He <laughs> he was more of a brisket guy, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's 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 a heck I'm of a very cook. picky on my brisket. So okay. pull pork, I'll be all right. <laughs> well, you know, I, I'm glad you said that. I heard from a little birdie that you've got some good brisket. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> is is that true? I might. It's I <laughs> And and I'm not I, saying just maybe. good brisket. I mean, excellent. How's that? It's, it's, uh, hopefully it's pretty good. <laughs> okay. Good I ain't heard no complaints yet. There you go. Uh, <laughs> all right. Do you like your ribs uh, dry or sauced? Dry. Really? Okay. Yep. Is that is that? I like to put my own sauce on it. I like to know what I'm putting on my ribs. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of a I southern southern thing? or? A... For me. Sure. No, it's just, I don't know. It's a picky chef thing, I think. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. All right, the money question here: two hundred three or one ninety five degrees? Oh, one ninety five, low and slow, all day long. Really? Hmm. So when you when you do that yeah, wonderful depending, brisket, depending. 
Okay. Well, see, brisket, yeah. See, I got time. I can just, yeah, I got time. Yeah, 195, long and slow. Okay. Really? But it depends upon what you're working with. Mm-hmm. Every, you know, yeah, that's a big key. What kind of rig you're working with. Okay. Well, Mike, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really been a really good uh, uh, talk. You got a great cause, like we said. Enjoyed your story. You know, very, very interesting. What we like to do most of the time is, well, all the time is, why don't you tell us where our listeners can find you on your social media or, or email or whatever? Let us know how we can get a hold of you. Word. You can get a hold of me at um, chefhome79 at gmail, Rude Boy Catering and Rub, which is on Facebook and uh, Instagram. Just the best way to describe it is look for the squirrel with dreadlocks. <laughs> <laughs> and it's. And so, Ru- rude boy, R U D E B O I, right? Yes, sir. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah, I'm glad you pointed that right. out, Matt. Because at first I was looking for, for rude B O Y, and I'm like, I'm not finding it. <laughs> so yes. Well, rude okay. boy catering around. Okay, so Facebook. Facebook's Illinois. best, probably best place to reach out and message you then. Yeah. Yep, Facebook or Instagram. All right. Well, awesome. Well, I just, again, I want to say thank you for your time, and you know, just uh, like I said, if anyone needs a little catering done, go ahead and reach out to Michael here, and we'll get you set up in the in the Red Wing area. And everybody, get out there and smoke something. <laughs>